Welcome back to Studio 603. Uh, so today, special time, special guest. Special guest. Special everything. We have, um, well, the old crew's back, Sam and Matt. It's been, a, it's been a minute, man. I'm so glad you're here. It's been a while. You oh. went away. Um, Matt always says, why don't you do a podcast, bro, and then we'll post it. And I just never do one. <laughs> so I, I'm resume, I'm, well, I'd say I'm resuming my title as Hype Man. But uh, today we mm. have a special guest mm. who's going to be even bigger as a Hype Man. Oh, man. We are so excited to introduce... Levi Jelano. <laughs> My own name is Levi Jelano. So yes. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm excited to be here too on the show. <laughs> For the sense, radio is a uh, is only an auditory form. What happened is they point the microphone to me at that moment. Well, you know, introduce me. I'm Levi Jelano. Very happy to be on the show. Huge fan of Studio Six Hundred Three. Mm, mm. um, so excited for this conversation. Um, we're talking about producing your own content, music, whatever. Mm-hmm. What did it? For, for, well, well, I guess. I mean, you guys maybe usually do the rundown, but I'm, do, I'm doing <laughs> it now. <laughs> Take the reins. We're doing. We uh, we're gonna tell stories about our careers in uh, in music and other productions, mm-hmm. and then um, and then we're gonna talk about what it is that makes us think it's okay to foist our podcasts and music and stuff on other people. Mm, mm, Foist foist is a good word. uh, Sorry, spell it? Foist. F-O-I-S-T. That is an actual word. Sam, do you know it? Well, I was going to read the definition. Why don't you read the definition? It's a a real word. I'm very proud of the... the, I like uh, that. It sounds real. My, uh... uh, What's the (laughs) vocabulary? Here we go. Foist. Impose an unwelcome or unnecessary <laughs> person or thing on. Are you saying this is unnecessary? Well, I'm saying, well, ex- exactly. I mean, that, that's, I think, that's, I think, the deeper, no, that's, I think, the deeper conversation of, of, of this. But first, let's, let's get down. So, Sam, I want to start with you. Okay. So, so, so hold on. Are you, are, you in, are you the host now? Are you taking over the, the host? No, good. No, keep it running. This is great. Like we're, like so, we're so excited that Levi's here. All right. Um, back to you, Levi. <laughs> I want to start with Sam, self-produced rapper. Mm. When did that begin? I started recording or really thinking about recording. I was in South Africa. Um, I did a few hikes with Matt, and I wanted just to rip out an album. I was, I've always been interested in like music, um, and I had no formal music training. I never learned how to play an instrument or anything. However, my brother used to have like this... Uh, like rig setup, like where he had like his own like vinyl setup, like deck, or he used to do like a lot of house music. So I've always kind of like listened to like hip hop. So I was like, well, that's like a natural progression. I can't play any instruments. I'm not a very good singer. I might as well see if I can do this. Um, and I just had like, you know what? I'm going to make an album when I was in South Africa. I was like, how old? 21 years old. And just thought I'm going to rip out an album. And it just started from there. So that and so when did it actually? So you had the idea to do it, and then you actually put the album out. Yeah. So when was that? So, um, I thought about it. I made a really bad rap song on my laptop, and what I did was I 
was using like Windows Media Player or something like Draconian, yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and I recorded a rap song through the microphone on the laptop. Wow. It was it was bad. I had no clue about mixing or like uh, how many decibels I should stay within the confines. Of like what? Popular. What was that first song? Was it, it, what was it titled? It was the Drakensberg Chronicles Part One. That's a really good song. I, I you, I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. You. you well, you re, must have re, remastered it. Oh yeah. So I. I think I gave. I don't even know if I gave that one to you. Mm. Um. So I go back home. Um, and I'm back in England, like three or four months. Then I come back, come out to Canada. Um, I hang out in Canada for like another three months. I get married to Lauren again. And then we go to Brantford, Ontario. And there, and there the is, CD came. Yeah, that, so maybe right. even I thought about it and maybe a year and a half, two years. So it, how many years ago was that? About five. Five. Five, so, six. Five, six. And you've put out three three t- complete albums, correct? Printed onto a CD? Uh, uh, Drakensberg Chronicles. I did one called A Rustic Love. Mm. Um, I did uh, Luna's Eclipse. And then, yeah, I did Tangerine Dolphin. So four. Four. Uh, Tangerine Dolphin wasn't really an album. It was like three songs. So that's your history as a, uh, as a rap artist. And Matt, do you, have you, you, not music, but you have published to the world mm. poetry more than once what's that feeling been like like what makes you decide you know what i need to this this poem is good enough mm. it's going wild because you you write a lot privately too right mm. this is one of my, my understanding mm. yes yeah, so i i wish i could just sit down and record my feelings on paper with a pen but that's not how it works usually I am um, writing for an occasion, and the last, I don't know, three or four poems that I've uh, produced via Facebook, usually posted on Facebook, have been for either Suicide Prevention Day, which is, it's usually a week, it's a week in September, so I'll usually put out something there. Um, and I will tinker with it for a week or two beforehand and dump some hours into it. But there is a bigger pur- but there's a bigger purpose than just wanting to express yourself kind of actually, actually when you say that, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think it's, well, I, I think at those times of years, like, um, at the big benchmark anniversary milestone days and weeks like suicide prevention day or like Rachel's birthday or um, the anniversary, like I have a lot of like internal like heart like gurgling and like things are moving around inside, and I feel like I need an outlet like a, a, a safe and a positive outlet for that, and so I'll I'll write a poem, and then and that yeah and you put and then you release that into the wild. That's the that's the. Uh the differentiator than just writing it for yourself. Mm. Um, because I, I've been, so I have, a, I, have a, I have two podcasts. One of them is Ranking Things with Levi, which is completely silly. I only have three episodes. And then I have another one called Good Christophian Talks. And about three months ago, I started writing a newsletter professionally. Oh. And then 
which is so if you want to sign up, it's purely work related. But and then I, I'm not actually advocating you do that. And then, and then, but I also like have decided that I I've been writing poetry and I want to get to that point too. With and I think actually, Mike, I'm setting a goal not in 2019, but in 20 at least 2020 by 2020 to publish a book is the, a poetry oh. book is my goal. Mm. So, but mm. but but and this comes back. So and then in relation, it's not the same as as Sam's rap career, but many years ago, so Mm. 15, 15 years ago, (laughs) I was in a band called Grace Amplified, uh, originally called Seven Minutes Slow, and it was an all-Christadelphian four-member rock band. I never knew. I never knew this. It's called Grace Amplified. You can actually find it on SoundCloud. There's three songs on SoundCloud, (laughs) but it's under Levi Gelano, not Grace Amplified. So if you search my name on SoundCloud, you can find some songs. And... But even then, what is it like? And so we we actually so, went, sorry. Hold on, pause. Give me a song title from one of your Grace Amplified um, sessions or EPs. Uh, hopeless <laughs> clouds. <laughs> Cl- hopeless clouds. And then uh, is that one song or two songs? Two songs. Okay. But then our best song. Um, I'm I'm I'm, forg- I'm forgetting the name. Anyway, that, that's that's embarrassing. But anyways, that's the, 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 we we produced three songs officially in a rest, in a recording studio, like two all night recording sessions and everything, mm. and then two songs we did totally bootleg onto a computer, and then released a five song EP. Actually, printed like five hundred CDs and passed them out in two thousand seven. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Excuse me. Two thousand four. So that's fourteen years ago. Well, <sighs> Sammy, what were you doing in two thousand and four? Uh fourteen years ago, I was fighting somebody. Ah, man, I don't even know what I was probably playing video games. Doing nothing as cool as that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's cool maybe, but I mean, and it was kind of interesting, but the, but still even then I was like, why am I doing this, mm. right? And, and at, at, at <clears throat> 17, which is how old I was in 2004, I definitely had big, big aspirations of why I was doing this. I mean, I was changing lives in my mind when I'm writing these songs, which is so stupid. Just incredible. Incredibly, uh, not naive, but what's uh, idealistic? Yeah. Just like, oh yeah, grand like, grandeur. Like, like literally, I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and saw how <laughs> like their song like changed the course of history. And I think, I think, I think that like the Wild Stallions, like the Wild Stallions changed the course. I think I literally was like, next step is the Wild Stallions changed the course of history with a song from Grace Hamlet. So. But then also it just went through, then I went through the process of, of kind of, I, th- I think, being humbled by, hey, here's a CD of my rock band. And most people are like, cool, but some people are like, why the heck do I care about your <laughs> yeah. rock band, right? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to come in on that because sure. uh, you saying that, like, got me thinking is when I first started trying to make, like, little CDs and stuff, um, I maybe made four copies right. of the first one. And I had primary intention of just handing one to Matt. It, it was basically like a love. I was your number one fan. It was like a love album for Matt. You never told me that. That whole album I made for Matt, yeah. Was that, was that um, Rustic Love? <laughs> that was, yeah, a Rustic Love. <laughs> uh, I, I made a Rustic Love for Will and Joyce. They're a couple up in Canada. Oh, okay. for that. It, yeah. it but yeah, sorry, I interrupted. I went on. Yeah, so, so but but now fast forward again back to us here now. This mm. is what I so that's our past now. What I want to talk about is 
why, what is it about being creative, producing, th- producing this podcast right now, ranking things, writing stuff for people, making rap music for people? Wh- are, what's the difference between foisting it mm. onto someone? Foist. Right? Back to Moist. the foisting thing. <laughs> the foisting it. Or are we, like, is it, should we even worry about that? Or are we doing this? Are we doing, because I think, are we doing this for ourselves? Because I think, actually, I, like, what I said on the first episode of Ranking Things is I just want to record, I just want to do, I just want to be creative. I just want to do stuff. Mm. What do you guys, do you, do you, what do you think about, do you ever, I guess my, my, my real question, here's another question. Do you ever double check yourself, like, am I, do people care? Are we are we pushing? Our, are we foisting ourselves mm. onto them? On this mm. onto them? Should we care what people think? Mm. That's what I'm thinking. Sam's about. making our emotions all the time. Right. Like I always think I'm foisting, and I think that a little bit of it is when you make a CD or you make a poem or whatever you make anything creative. You op- it's like a piece of your heart, right. or you like hand and on your heart on like a. <coughs> on like a plate and saying this is me um accept it and i think mm. sometimes when i hand out like a album and i prim- I, I use you as an example i remember at great lakes i i spoke to lauren long and hard about whether or not i should give you an album <laughs> because i was yeah. so scared I'm thankful that you gave me one i was so scared of like what you would think of me or what you were going to think of me because i gave you this like mm. really badly produced, like <laughs> clip in, like semi rhyming hip hop album. So yeah, I definitely all the time. You mm-hmm. yeah, you think about that a lot, right? All the time. See, my opinion is, I, I, I j- like. I guess it, in a, in a, at, at a base, it is selfish because I just want to put this out. That's part of. That's something that that's. It feels good to me. It's like cooking. It's like going extra mm-hmm. long or, or, or you know. Uh, extra fancy in the kitchen and cooking something unnecessary, you know, because that's creativity. That's an outlet, mm-hmm. right? That's an expression. Even recording a podcast for me is, and, and, and I like that. And I want, it's part, part of my example of saying, I'm going to write a poet, poetry book, which is so stupid. Like I, you know, I did history in school. I know I could list right now, 10 better poets that I know, you know, like just people that are better poets that they should, they should be, they should self publish a book before me. Right. But I want more people to do this stuff. I think that's I think that's why mm. I do it is mm. I'm, I'm kind of like, yes, can can yes. can more people start a podcast or mm. or record music? Because because this is cool. Like I, what, what other people are making is cool. Even if even if you release it and just and I never listen to it or read it. Like I know some people tell us, you know, I had a, a very close friend of ours say I haven't listened to an episode <laughs> of your show, which I was like, fair. Like, I don't I don't actually it's kind of not for you anyways. Like, like you know, like it's, it's just for anybody like. Like it's a, uh, you know, I, I always think like more people, I wish more people would be creative. Like if we were just, everyone should be voicing this uh, stuff everywhere, you know? Voiced Just voiced, voiced away. Voiced away, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man. So I think a couple of thoughts just about Studio 603. I, I just find social media packed with so much potential, but I often feel so empty when I am on it and I don't feel I just feel very self-critical and I don't feel worthy that to post anything there uh, and that's why I pretty much only post like once a year maybe twice a year and it's usually something like meaningful and from the heart um, 
So I don't know. For me, it's like I want to to share like where I'm at in my life and the questions I'm thinking about. So podcast is it just seems to be a more approachable forum for that. And Sam and I, when we sat down, we we kind of tried to figure out who the target audience was before we started. We said, okay, who do we want to listen to this? And we kind of made a list of people that was like thirty people long, um, and we we softly released it into a Facebook group. And I think it's grown past the Facebook group. But I, I still feel like the audience is, is a group of people who care about like you and me and are interested in our lives and like therefore we can be comfortable about like sharing um, like stories from our life or talking about what's kind of on our hearts or being like silly Matt and Sam. And I think the third thing is um, I just I don't I think there's there's a need in our communities and in our families and in, with the people we live with and with the people we hold close to create spaces to have conversations that are hard to spark and start. And, you know, if you're like, oh, okay, we're going to like set the table, there's going to be a candle there. It kind of gives you an excuse to have like the conversations that you've been wanting to have about creativity, about brokenness, about love or, you know, Matt's dating life um and yeah you said uh, i i feel like also there's also a lot of give and take with foisting um and it goes saying if i give someone a picture i drew or whatever and they give me something i i feel like there's a lot of reciprocation in terms of creativity so that's kind of what I'm saying. Like by by us choosing to be creative, it allows. I hope it allows other people to mm. be like, you know what, I can be creative too. You know, like and and now I know that you're someone who wants to listen because you're someone who believes that other people want to listen to you. <laughs> so, it's like, so it's like so I feel like that, and that's true. Like I would I would love to see like I love seeing some of our friends' art who who do who do painting and yeah. you know some of our, some of our friends' music who um, who play music. You know, so so I hope that I hope that. Uh, that mo- that more people have the I guess it's not like confidence like we haven't even said the word confidence you know I don't think mm. it is I don't think it should be I don't think it should be related to confidence like mm. just put your stuff out there you know don't be afraid, don't, it's not it's it's not, it's about what you're doing anyways like we're gonna think it's cool like there is gonna be people who think it's cool and the mm. people who don't think it's cool you know can mm. beat beat rocks <laughs> but like where like authenticity totally comes into this because yeah, if you're throwing your art or your album out at the world and you're broadcasting it through all of the avenues, Facebook, I make text chains, I tell everybody I meet, then how is that affecting the material you're producing? Because if you send me a poem over, if you send me a a poem over messenger and you know, I haven't seen it in any of your Instagram or Facebooks, I'm like, Whoa, like I feel really special. I feel like I really matter to Levi. Mm, And it's like, you know, it might be a little bit deep and it speaks to our relationship. Um, and what's funny though is I think I, I think this is actually a change that's happened in the last. I know I'm talking super huge, big picture, not just our little like our friend group or our community mm-hmm. or anything. I think authenticity has become is like the change of the last three or four years. And mm-hmm. I think like the fa- like fake news totally enters into it. Facebook enters into it. Like business practices enter into it. Mm-hmm. I think and, and I think personally is the same way. Like I know my in my business, like I've got. Uh, people who I want to have an incredibly high 
perception of me, right? But perception, if perception is different from reality, people will find out. Like nowadays, people people are going to find out through. It's beyond just keeping off social media or being protectionist of your of your mm. image. Mm. Like I think the truth is that everybody needs to just be more authentic because because otherwise you can smell it, you can see it. Like in this in this day and age, you can tell when someone is being fake. And I don't think it's just me or anything. Mm. I think that's just what it is. So mm. like dating apps totally relate to that. I think that's uh, that's totally a part of that conversation man. where where the dating apps are, are ten years old. Let's talk about my dating life. <laughs> I'm saying dating apps are ten years Segway. old now, right? So so the the market has changed, and people know that you could get catfished, or that you could get or or you could be get someone totally lying to you about who they are, or whatever. It's like that is that's not new anymore. That's not even news, right? That's just the you're just that's part of the game on those things. And I think it's like that totally relates to how authenticity is 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 necessary and standard now not just like oh that's that's cool that person's being really mm-hmm. authentic it's like well, actually that's the only way you can be i think and that's mm-hmm. why mm. i don't mind you know that my that some of my clients follow me on instagram or whatever it's like whatever you have to you, you are who you are so so you like opt for like full transparency there's no there's no point because i don't i think i think anybody can tell if if i'm being if anyone's being inauthentic i think we we could list people right now and that'd be a really funny podcast of, of, peop, of people that of people, people that, who are listening to this podcast that are probably that are totally, catfishing <laughs> that are just totally inauthentic you know it's just not you know it's not a good place to be that was that's a whole different turn but i think it does relate that that's why just releasing the stuff is because I might as well. Like I'm all like everything's all all of my things in my life are on the same page now. They're in the same room. They're at the same table. It just has it has to be that way. But I will say to come back to like authenticity and who who does your creative outlet get out to? Like I felt really special. I feel really special when Sam like hands me an album, especially in the early days when he had like one album that he wrote with a Sharpie, like the name of the album on it and like gave it to me and I had like the one copy or maybe there was three copies made. Um, And now, you know, what if Sam made like a thousand copies and just left a stack down on the table downstairs for anybody at the holiday Inn to pick one up. And, you know, it's like, I feel like I feel as a, as a recipient and appreciator of Sam's music, I feel like, I don't know. Like, there's some kind of compromise in the relationship or the value. Mm, yeah. What do you think, Sam? Yeah, I agree. I I can definitely see it, and um, I think you're right. I think once a not your fan base. I don't know what the word is to use. It's quite presumptuous, but once you start growing or your creativity starts uh, extending its uh, reach. Mm. Um, that, yeah, it's audience. Yeah. There's always like one or two things that start off your creativity or an inspiration is my initial inspiration was, um, I just wanted to make a funny rap album. I love rap. Um, I just wanted to try it once. And Matt was the catalyst for me to begin. So I think, yeah, like you there's a lot of uh, working parts yeah. uh, to creativity, right. which, and I think, I think a lot of it comes through maturing as well. Um, mm. And I definitely think uh, as, as you get more used to it or you mature into your creative outlet, then you become more authentic. I don't know. How does this, I mean, I think, I think this is the compromise that I've come to is 
opening up the creative outlet and inviting people into that creative outlet and plat like throwing it up on the wall and whoever looks at it great and whoever doesn't care like okay cool too um i think that is the direction that i'm moving towards but i'm also embedding like inside jokes and inside fingerprints that only certain people are going to pick up that that so when i mentioned something about like you know a snake slithering in the in the meadow like sam knows that that's a reference like to him because he got bit by a snake that's a tale for another day but you know like but everyone else could read that be like oh that's such poetry but sam's like oh like that yeah, was to, that, that was for me yeah. or that, that extends I, to groups I, I made one i made one reference in a song uh called which was in an album for oh i made another album yellowstone jam i forgot about that one and it was in that and it was riding around uh with tr- with m16s in the trunk and I wasn't... Is that a little bit too dicey? No, it's good. Oh, I wasn't joking. Me and Matt drove around Colorado and we had two assault rifles in the trunk. And we were going... A story for another day. We were going... It was illegal. But we were going shooting down a shooting range. I didn't just... That was, yeah. like, an, that was like a big inside joke to Matt. Like... So I totally you you can cut that out. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. It's a, it's a funny story. Uh... No, that's it. I, 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 uh, I think all those things relate. So we talked, you know, your authenticity, I think is, isn't, that's another reason why I feel like it's fine. Share, share it anyways, foist, foist away. Foist it. Foist know, the black flag. Foist, foist away. <laughs> foist away. So. Uh, okay. So, um, I feel like we've been kind of talking about our own lives, but I'm wondering if, if we were to write an advice pamphlet, about how to foist, mm. um, you know what? You know this is all great in theory, but if we were to make the rubber hit the road, how so, two yeah. tips each? How many tips? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ranking things. <laughs> what are we on ranked? <laughs> uh, I don't know. As many as you want to. As many as you want to give. Oh. Okay, fine. Rip one out. All, all I, I guess I'll say that I just I wish. That more people in my inner circle made podcasts, I would listen the crap out of them. Like I, <clears throat> I would. I don't know. Like people have come up to me since Sam and I have started this enterprise, and have you know I haven't seen them in several months, and they gave me a big hug, and I'm like I feel like I've I, it's been, it hasn't been that long because you know you're you're in our living room. Once once a week on Mondays, and I just like I'm like really like that's interesting, and it's like I want that feeling about other people. I want to feel like, even though you're 500 miles away, like you don't feel that far, and I feel like I'm really engaged in your life and what's going on in your head and what's going on in your heart because you're putting it out into a podcast, or a poem, you know, or a rap album. 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 You know, that's that's my desire, and I feel like. That's some encouragement for advice. I think uh, going back <laughs> to what we said earlier, maybe like there's two points crossing is when we said, you know, you put your heart on a, you put your heart on a plate and you give it to someone and say, this is what I made. And um, moving on from that, you, when we said I made like one album and I'll just give it to Matt, I think maybe if you are starting to be creative, maybe keep the circle small, mm. have someone in mind that you kind of want to mm. like, not dedicate. Sure. A, a soft opening maybe? Yeah, like, soft you know, get yeah. used to what you're doing because if you just make 
something and like chuck it out there. I think you kind of enjoy the, um, not the vanity, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but you enjoy the affirmation from the people you love saying, yeah, this is great. Uh, when we lived downtown, there was a sidewalk that had a graffiti on it on it that said, trust your dopeness. Oh. And that would be my advice. My advice, <laughs> my advice would be, listen, just trust your dopeness. Like we, we do, it's kind of like what, what you said though, in a way, Matt, like we, people do care mm. about what you make, what you say, mm. what you're doing. Like mm. we do care, even though, and, and frankly, if we don't care, that's not a big deal at all. Like, like we, but we do care, but I mean, what's, what's the, but like, what's the consequence of them not caring? Like they just don't listen Well, whatever. I'm telling you, I'll listen, you know, mm. like, so you know, the haters don't matter, just whatever. And going off of what Levi's saying about trust your dopeness, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm walking to college, I go to one of my own albums, and I listen to myself. I enjoy... That's so great. I enjoy what I've made. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, a terrible thing no, to say no, that. Cool. Um, but it's like, I enjoy it. Like, mm. I like I wouldn't have made it if I didn't like it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, like, going to listen to myself every day, but sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, good job. Intrinsic motivators. Mm. And I, I will say it's, it's a vulnerable thing. And I think our world and close relationships need more vulnerability. Yes. I know, you know, some people who keep blogs and post some really meaningful... Blog, we, should, we should have included uh, blogs. Like a, yes. real, a, a legitimate blog is also totally on this list. I mean, we, I feel like we're, we're kind of just speaking our own experiences, but yeah, yeah blogging, art, mm. um, writing... Uh, like fiction writing, I have some friends who are you know fiction writers. Like, just anything, creativity in general. Mm. Do it. Yeah. Trust your dopeness. Trust, trust, trust your, your dopeness. dopeness. Voice your dopeness. Voiced your. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Voice your dopeness. That, that could be a... Okay, so I brought a special track for your freestyle to close out the show. Mm. Nice. Um, it's an it's an important track to me. Uh, you may recognize it. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it sounds it sounds pretty funky. Hoist the back flag. I'm gonna foist it upon you. My name is Samity and I'm gonna drop the sickest freestyle of my life to Levi's rank it. First of all, I'm gonna rank the best rappers. Think I'm number one and two and three and four and five. I'm never gonna stop. Never gonna, never gonna, never gonna stop. Keep it on top. Keep your pancakes moist. You gotta foist those epic verses. Those epic artist dreams coming true. Grace amplified me and you. Levi and Sammy and Matt in room 435. Not 603, but that's it's okay, we're keeping it deep here at Billisburg. I'm gonna pass the mic off to our guest. When I die, serve a pile of fresh salmon at the funeral. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, serve yeah. salmon at my funeral. Gonna move to Greek, cause it's the capital of civilization. Gonna eat a gyro, I'm a pyromaniac on the mic, I blow up my rhymes. I'm gonna eat some salmon one more time. Gonna pass this line over to Maddie D. Cause oh, he's oh. a part of the sea, cause he's a whale. Tail, yo, wash and splash. Do a fluke, do a slam, dunk, belly flop in the ocean. You might pick up some of my mist, but I'm gonna dismiss all your haters who don't listen to Studio 603 on a regular basis. You gotta get in check with yourself. Don't wreck yourself. Tune in on Mondays. You never know what's coming up next, cause we're so mysterious. When I die, 
serve a pile of raw Kobe beef at the funeral. <laughs> beef is in a field. I'm gonna paint a picture and you're gonna feel. Mm. Huh. Voice my dopeness upon you. If you know what's good for you, you're gonna take a bite at my funeral and you're gonna eat some of that free kosher dinner. Mm. Just make sure you visit me at the casket. Put me in a basket woven. That's so morbid. <laughs> Tune in. Tune in next week. You never know where we're going to be. At Studio 603. Trust your dopeness. Word out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was...